As we head into Memorial Day, as we've been speaking of a lot already today, we are to remember, give honor to the many individuals who fought and died on behalf, on our behalf, in our nation's wars. There are some here today that have been in the military and can relate to some degree about being in armed conflicts. There's some who can relate. There are others here, including myself, who cannot relate very well to being in the military, being in these kinds of armed conflicts. Yet there is a type of conflict that we all face, whether in the military or not, we all face every day a struggle that we all have by simply living here in the world where sin and evil exist. The term in theology books would be spiritual warfare. Many Christians are unaware of spiritual warfare. And so I thought it'd be good for us today to talk about it and to cover some of the basics. So I think there's definitely a connection point here to Memorial Day, to all the struggles and conflicts and wars of days gone by and even in the present. But part of the reason that we are so unaware of the spiritual struggle around us is that our modern education focuses so much on what can be studied, touched, and tested. Much of it being based on the scientific theory, focusing on what is tangible with a see-it-to-believe-it kind of mentality. So we are inundated with this kind of view day in and day out. As Christians, we have what we call a biblical worldview, which, yes, includes many of the things that we are taught in our school system, yes, but we are also open to things that go beyond our five senses. I mean, we know that just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. We are open to the spiritual world around us that the Bible explains. We'll put up here here are some elements and some forces that we find in the pages of the Bible that constitute both the visible and the invisible. And while coexisting together, often there comes that state of conflict. Light and darkness. Good and evil. Angels and demons. God and the devil. So we can see that in addition to the physical battles of our world, there are also spiritual battles that are taking place all around us. I want us to read about it in Ephesians chapter 6 today, verses 10 through 18. And this is one of the primary scriptures, not the only one, but one of the primary scriptures we look to that teach us 
about the unseen spiritual warfare in our world today. So I'm going to read, and I want you to follow along with me here. Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Amen. So this passage is pretty intense, pretty epic in nature, hearing about the devil's schemes, powers of this dark world, forces of evil. We hear these words and we're hearing these phrases and it opens us up to an aspect of life that we don't normally talk about. Okay, let's be real about that. We're not teaching this here at Hope Elementary or Hoover Hauser or anywhere else around here. We're not teaching these things. The Bible's teaching these things and opening us up to this realm that is around us. And so will we pay attention? So we have two options at this point. All of us here in the sanctuary today, two options. You can choose to believe or not to believe what you've just heard. My job is simply to share what the Bible says. I realize up front, I can't force anyone to believe. I'm not here to force you. I'm here to simply share what the Bible has to say, and it is up to you. It's up to you. So, if you don't think that this spiritual conflict is real, then I give you permission to take a nap during the rest of the sermon, okay? I don't normally give you permission, but if you're at the point where you're just honest, you're like, I don't know if I believe this exists, I'm, I'm kind of having fun here, but you can take a nap, you can just relax, that's fine. Uh, but if you do believe this is real, if this is part of your faith today, your belief along with me, if you said, yeah, this is real, 
then you want to know what you can do about it. So when I was a Boy Scout, when I was younger, my dad often reminded me of the Scout motto, be prepared. He'd always bring me back to the basics as a Boy Scout, Andy, be prepared. See, we would never know what we would face out camping in the wilderness. So it's always good to be prepared. The same is true in life. God wants us all to be prepared within all the unseen spiritual conflicts and struggles that we all face. He wants us to be prepared. Be prepared for every spiritual struggle by putting on the full armor of God. God gives us what we need to be protected and to be prepared. So again, if you think, yes, I believe this today, then then we need to pay attention to what God gives us to be effective and to stand firm in all that we face. And so here, the list of the armor that we just read about in Ephesians 6, I'm going to read them, and I would love for you to say all these with me. So we have the belt of truth breastplate of righteousness, shoes of peace, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit. So as you look at this list here, take some time to think through. You can fill it out in your notes in the bulletin. If you want to look at that end of this week, be reminded of what God has given to us. Take some time to think, in what areas are you stronger? But maybe what are some areas where you are weaker? Is it maybe in your understanding of salvation? Maybe we need to be strengthened there to recognize that salvation, forgiveness, heaven is not something that we do on our own. It's something given to us through Jesus. It's a gift given by what he's done, by his dying on the cross for our sins and rising again on the third day and saying, follow me. The salvation is, is from Jesus alone. So maybe to be strengthened there. Say it's, a lot of times we know that we're not good. A lot of times we don't do good or what is right and we say Jesus is the good one. He's the perfect one. I'm going to focus on him and what he's done for me. And he's the one who opens the door of heaven. So maybe you need to be strengthened there in the sense of your salvation in Jesus. Maybe it's in the area of peace. To look to him for the peace that you need within all the confusion and the issues and the stress of life. So think through these different areas of where you might be stronger, where you might be weaker. The learning how to use this spiritual armor doesn't happen all at once. We grow in it throughout our entire lives. We grow in all these areas. And realizing that we need this armor gives us the reality that we can't do this thing called life 
on our own. We can't be victorious on our own. We need God, and we need what God gives to overcome the spiritual struggles all around us. I want you to hear this. Not just the spiritual struggles around us, but the spiritual struggles within us. See, I think some of the biggest battles we face are the battles within, here and here. See, we are sobered to the reality that there are dark places in the world and there are dark places in us. See, the analogy can be made that just as soldiers need to put on the necessary armor in physical battle, we too need to put on this divine armor to be protected against every spiritual battle without or within. All of this spiritual equipment is available to us, but we need to do our part to put it on. We know that this protection, this armor, is not just automatically on us because of what the Apostle Paul writes two different times in Ephesians chapter 6. He says in verse 11... Put on the whole armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. It's right there, verse 11, put on. Then again in verse 13, he says, put on the whole armor of God so you can stand your ground on the day of evil. We're here and put on, put on. So I think it's kind of easy, put on. Put on the armor that God has given. See, life is lived well when it is lived intentionally. Life is not lived well when it's lived accidentally or haphazardly. It's lived well intentionally. So again, we need to make a choice today, everyone. Will we or will we not put on this armor? If we decide, yes, I want to I learn more about this. We're all in a different place in our journey of faith. But you're saying, yes, I, I want to be protected and, and prepared and to receive what God gives me. You say, yes. Well, here are some practical things that will help us to put on that armor and to be ready and to be strong in God no matter what we face in life, no matter what we feel, no matter what our thoughts are, no matter what our past is, we can be ready, we can be strong. Some practical ways we can do this is whenever we come to church, just like you are today, you're here, you're saying, I don't want to just learn of what the world tells me, I want to learn what God tells me, the God who made us, the God who loves us, the God who guides us. I want to listen to him. So every time we come to church, we get stronger. Whenever we spend time daily in prayer or reading the Bible, we're going to get strengthened. When we engage in spiritual conversations with others, when we seek to bring Christian values into our homes and to try to live them out, when we know the good that we ought to do and do it. In contrast... When we face temptation, and we all do, 
It's all out there in the world, every temptation under the sun. So when we face that temptation, and the Holy Spirit tells us within our inner conscience, says, this is not good. You don't want to be here. You don't want to do this. We begin to hear his voice. Then we need to pray and turn the other way. It's pretty simple. Not always easy, but it is simple. Pray and turn the other way. See, God has given us everything we need, I believe. Everything we need against evil, against any darkness, to overcome. He wants us to be overcomers. And so hanging in our closet, as we begin to wrap up today, hanging in the closet, each one of us, is that belt of truth, that breastplate of righteousness, the shoes that bring peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit. It's all right there, right in our closet. So, will we leave it there or will we put it on? Will we put it on and be prepared? Let's pray. Lord, help us to fully join your army of love. Help us to be in your kingdom of light. Jesus, as we journey with you, help us to be obedient to your commands. For your purpose and your plans for us are good. Help us to grow in truth and in righteousness, in peace, in faith, in your salvation, in your spirit, and in your word. Lord, we pray all these things in your name, Jesus, the one who always leads us forward, onward, and upward. Amen.